0: Welcome gamers, this week's episode of Last Call Gaming, we're episode number 162. Today is March 10th, my name is Craig Perales, and joining me, after the long-awaited return, Mandrew Montemayor. How are you, my man? This sinus infection is kind of killing me, but oh. besides that, I'm doing pretty yeah, well. Yeah, you're saying, or how, has it been just today, or did it kick yesterday?
1: No, it just hit me this morning. Oh, you woke and- up and it's just like... I woke up, and I knew it, too, and I'm just like, "Ugh, oh, dude, this is fucking miserable.
0: See, that's never good. Hey, but he shows up to play anyway, so I do want to start off by saying apologies, guys. that We've missed two weeks of shows, uh, both on me. The first week, um, I had to skip. Our building just got bought by new landowners, so when Andrew and I normally record, I had people coming in and out for like two or three days, checking things that needed to be repaired, fixing our doors, checking gas leaks, checking these water leaks. It was a whole bunch of nonsense. So I figured, okay, we'll we'll skip one. We'll do it next week. And then unfortunately, the following week, I got hit with the flu or something. And it just really just knocked me on my ass for a couple days. I wasn't really able to do much. And I know Andrew posted a thing saying that I was out and and some of you guys hit me up on Snapchat, on Messenger, on um, Instagram. So I really appreciate that. And thank you for the love and hopefully moving forward uh, we can dodge these kind of things in the in the future, and I do want to start setting up a way, even if I'm not on the show, to where if I can't be on it, like I'd like to still do it to where you and Gino get you and Devin, you and Sienna, or something like that. Nobody then. likes
1: you, anyways, Booster. <laughs>
0: no one likes you anyway, Booster. Did uh, Anna Taylor Joy happen to write you? <laughs> um, maybe I don't know. I, I at least oh, is that the name? Yeah, that that's her. Name? Name. Okay. That's why I know, was thinking right now. I'm like, wait, why does that sound? Familiar? It just hit me. Okay, Anna Taylor Joy, little little off camera shenanigans that we were having. Um... So, okay, guys, if you're watching the YouTube version of this show, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, share, and hit that notification bell. If you guys are interested in following us on any of our social media, check out our Linktree link, which is in the YouTube description. If you guys are listening to the audio-only version of this podcast, um, check it out on any podcast platform of your choice. But Anchor is the home for us, and there you guys can help um, support the show. So, after a long two weeks, and before we dive into the news... Andrew and I like to do What Are You Up To? We take a second Talk about what we've been playing <coughs> What we've been watching So uh, What have you been up to man?
1: I'll Since usually you watch a lot more I personally I've been watching anything I've been cruising Through Uh uh, Big Bang Theory. Sorry, I can't even remember the name for a second. So I've been cruising through Big Bang Theory, like, really trying to finish it. So it's, like, kind of hard to try to fit, like, anything else in. But I do think this weekend I'm going to go see the new Scream movie. Oh, yeah, we're talking about that, yeah. Because uh, I think the last one, and I don't ever judge anything off ratings. I like to go see it myself, but I am hyped when it gets a good rating. I think the last one got, like, a 9 or a 10, and then this one also got a 9. Yeah, that, I saw that trailer. It badass. So, and so I'm like, dude, super hyped because I really, really, really enjoyed the last one. The scream isn't kind of like up there for me. Like that's Christina's like pinnacle for horror. For me, I it falls up there. I appreciate it for what it is. By the way, I'm super excited. Yeah, I to see it. there's
0: I feel like they're calling it, but there's there's the thing where they take the original movie. And they scrap all the legacy movies, like two, three, four, and they redo them with with the new ones, and that becomes the. It's like the a official. future cool. Yeah, universe, I like, forget what they called. Leprechaun it, yeah. did it, and I think what they just said is Halloween. Uh, uh, Halloween did it, and I know what you did last summer is going to do it now. So they're making another one that's going to be the official number two, and they're scrapping. I still know what you did last summer, so I didn't yeah. even know they're doing another one. Hey, there you go, my man.
1: But uh, as far as playing anything, I don't remember mm. if I'd mentioned it before, but I was kind of cruising through Monster Hunter Rise. So I did actually finish that as much as I wanted to. And then uh, they just announced the other day that uh, Sunbreak is coming to Xbox. I think late April for any of those interested. So I might jump back into that. But I still kind of have Monster Hunter fatigue from just crushing it. As far as anything else goes, I did crush that game just in time to do Like a dragon Ishin. So I put down Harry Potter after two hours. Because when that game came out, I uh, for those of you who know, I absolutely love, love, love any RGG games yakuza called like a dragon now and this new one was more like uh, edo period japan and they take a best of cast and make it actually an exaggerated version of a historical event that actually happened and it was really 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 good i absolutely loved it it was still kind of full of that mystery and over-the-top action with kind of the silliness that rgg is known for so i love 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 the game it was so good
0: nice i like all of that so what about you as far as what I've been up to, I, I ended up watching a bunch of stuff, but over when I was laying in bed sick. But I'm not gonna dive into all of it. What I will, but the one that kind of stands out is I watched the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent movie came out in. I have 2002 right, but that can't be right. Maybe
1: it was I'm 2022 say, yeah, 2020,
0: it's from last year. Yeah, 2022, and it's a rated R movie. It's. <coughs> um, I ended up seeing it on Stars, and it's this movie. It's the way they describe it, is action-packed comedy. That uh, where Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage, channeling his iconic characters as he's caught up between a super fan who's played by Pedro Pascal and a CIA agent who's played by Tiffany Haddish. Now, th- I don't know if it, if you guys have seen the trailers or you haven't, but it's dude, this movie is so over the top funny. I remember seeing the trailer and just and dying laughing. Pedro Pascal is awesome in this movie. The, it's a fictionalized version of Nick Cage. It's like watching Entourage and seeing like Seth Green play a version of himself that's not really it's not really him so uh it was fantastic they the concept is kind of that they pedro pascal is this drug lord and he invites nick cage to go to his island and uh the cia ends up wanting him to infiltrate it because he's kidnapped this girl but they end up starting to write this movie together and they become like like best friends and dude there's this whole scene where they go on like acid or opium Or something like that. It's hilarious. Uh, It looks
1: really funny. Yeah,
0: you need to see it because I'd love to talk to you about it. Because there's a scene where they go down to like this. He has like this Nicolas Cage shrine and he has this statue of him from uh, Face Off and he's got the guns and the guns are like legit guns. And he's like, How much did you pay for this? He's like, 8,000. I'll give you (laughs) 24. He's like, It's disgusting. I'll give you 20,000 for it. So it's um, hilarious. I don't want to overhype I'm not saying it's like the funniest movie I've ever seen, but it was a solid, solid laugh. If you're into uh, anything Nick Cage, I would say it's a must watch. Uh, As far as what I've been playing, um, I recently beat Atomic Heart. It came out on February 21st, 2023, developed by Munfish. Now, this game, before I get into it, had a lot of controversy circling it. It had a big thing where people were saying that it promotes communism and it glorifies these kind of Russian ideologies. And there was even a thing from Ukraine saying that they wanted to... Um, ban the selling of it and take it off of Steam, off of the Microsoft store, off Sony store, and off of Valve and uh, one of the things that's, that's weird about that, because the game's already out so it's like, even if you did that, the bulk of the money that this thing was going to make anyway it's already done, yeah. is already done, so taking it off now, if you're trying to, you know, I guess erase it from history is irrelevant and it's not really going to do anything and and again, this is a Russian studio, but that doesn't make them specifically Russian tied. so with all the controversy um, around it, uh, with that, so with that being said, I had high hopes for this game. And when Andrew and I did the most anticipated game for twenty twenty three, this was like high on my list. And it it looked really like Bioshock. It was it looked like you're wielding powers and your weapon shooting, and it has this alt history that looked kind of cool. And that's kind of where it ends for this game. It's it's pretty much a. It has this open world, and it has like these down in the underground tunnel systems. The open world's kind of bland and boring. There's nothing to do besides like take over cameras and and shoot enemies. It's got extremely cringy dialogue. Like the people that wrote this game, it it shows that when you make games like this, the story is important because it is so. Like, he keeps saying, one of his, like, punchlines is always, he calls people, oh, crispy critters. Like, he says that, like, a thousand times in this game. Sounds like something
1: that'd be in Fallout. Yeah,
0: dude, it was just annoying. And he talks way too much, and the storyline is decent at best. Um, what was, I like best about it is it does have the ability to break down items and you get the same exact amount of resources that you put into them out of them. So you can redistribute, you can constantly mess around with your weapons and gear, and you can respec your guy at any time without it costing anything. So it had a lot going for it, but at most, I think the game's okay. Like I wouldn't recommend it to Andrew to play. I would say pass, unless you want to check it out for yourself. It is free on game pass. But I'm glad I didn't pay $70 for this game, for a game that I thought was going to be awesome. Um, so check it out for yourself. So let me know what you think. The one other thing I did beat, and it's mainly because I wanted to plug Andrew, is, and it kind of ties into our main story, is Resident Evil 3 Remake was a game that came out in 2020 by Capcom. And uh, I wanted to hurry up and beat it before Resident Evil 4 came comes out, which is right around the corner. And I got to say, it was a lot of fun. I know a lot of people like it a little less than the Resident Evil 2 remake, which I also beat. And uh, I followed Andrew's guide through it. So if you guys are interested in checking that out, there's a speed run where you can do it and beat the game, get some achievements. And uh, I got to say, boss fights alone, compared to number two, I thought were way better. It felt like an actual game fighting these guys instead of kind of a slow tyrant. Like, I'm actually aiming for, like, you when know, the last boss when you're shooting all the things off of them. So, and... I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, and maybe you can tell me how Resident Evil fans feel is it felt more like a linear path, like you're playing like an uncharted versus like the the police department where I'm constantly exploring new rooms and kind of figuring my way out. So I, I had nothing with it. I mean I beat the game fairly quickly. I did the speed run, I think I beat it in an hour and a half. I had a lot of fun with it, but uh compared to three to two is is I mean, how did you like it? Just real quick, since we're going to be talking about four in a minute, I think it's fair to talk about three. I like three more than two because I do
1: like that it is. Oh, you actually a little like bit, it more? Yeah, okay. I think three is a little bit more streamlined, so you're getting the story more direct and it is fun. And I do like kind of the boss beats a little bit better. I know there's a lot of people out there, it's more people like two than three, but. That's because 3, they cut out, like, a part with the clock tower. There's another boss where you go through the graveyard called, like, the Gravedigger that's, like, a big worm. But I could see taking that out because you also fight a big worm in Code Veronica. So when they remake that game, it's like, do you want two games where Mm. a big fucking worm boss is it? So I don't think there's really too much missing that really, like, kind of impacted this game. So I don't... I get people's criticisms for it, but I also don't because I like what I'm playing that it feels a lot better because when I'm re when I played two the first time it was good but when I go back and replay it or when you're playing it through um through the different scenarios going through the sewer is like the worst part I'm like ah this is such a slog I fucking hate this part like it doesn't feel good especially with these enemies that are like underwater and like hard to hit and stuff cool enemy designs I like them for what they are but I think three was much much better and I think my favorite part of three is actually Nikolai the villain. Like oh, he was cool as hell because he's. I don't remember him in three as much, but I think he's much better done here too. I think my favorite part is when he shuts the door on you. And he's like, "Oh, it's not after me," and like points back. you in the train, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, it's so badass. But I do like that it does feel a little bit open. There's a few different routes yeah. to go through, but it is still kind of. It feels a bit more streamlined. I think that was the other big criticism from people is that. Oh, well, you can have alternate paths, and you can go alternate ways. And I'm like, I don't really feel, if you look back on 3 without Rose Tinted Glasses, because I didn't play 3 until I was a lot older, that those routes don't really make too much of a difference, especially, too, there's parts where, like, you run into Nemesis outside of an area, and you have the choice to either fight him... Or to run away, but it doesn't really like affect the overall story. So for what they did, I like three better than two.
0: Yeah, and I I would say every enemy was cooler. I liked all the enemies in Nemesis. Nemesis was cooler than the Tyrant. I like the uh, For sure. The there's that zombie there's a zombie towards the end where if you shoot it and you don't kill it, he comes back like it comes back to life. The, like the white one. The white one, yeah, the white the albino was on whatever it was. I'm like, dude, that was that freaked me out when I was coming around the corner he was he was like I'm like, I thought I killed him and I opened up this <coughs> door and he was like right there. I was like, Oh shit, I guess I gotta like like actually permafry these dudes. So um I think I think it's interesting we're talking about three. You know, we both beat two. You're because, just in time. Yeah, uh, and shout out to Luis. He kind of, I mean, Angie's constantly telling me to beat two and three since like a year or two ago, but I was talking with him and he he reminded me, he's like, yeah, you better hurry up and do that. I was like, okay, cool. So I sat down the other day and actually beat it. And uh, with that being said, guys, let us know what you've been playing, what you've been watching, and, um, you know, we can have a chat about that. So with that out of the way, guys, let's get into our main topic, and that is Resident Evil 4. Remake now that was shown during the capcom spotlight, which just aired the other day on march 9th and it showed off um, A lot of other cool stuff. We're not really here to talk about that it showed off Mega Man battle network It showed off street fighter 6 It showed off exo primal it showed off ghost trick and it showed off Monster hunter which andrew was mentioning earlier. It's about 25 minutes long The link will be in the description if you guys do want to check it out But we're mainly here to talk about the big the big kahuna, which was the resident evil 4 and the chainsaw demo so uh, Eurogamer had this to say. And finally, the big finish with the Resident Evil 4 remake due out twenty uh, due out 24th of March on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. There are a few new videos below, and the expected announcement and release of a demo, the Chainsaw Demo as it's called, lets you play an early portion <clears throat> of the game where Leon enters the village. It's out now on all platforms and doesn't have a time limit, which means you can replay it over and over again. So... Um, it's really cool because they they talked about that it's a remake slash kind of reimagining. It takes place I think it's six years after the end of number two takes place, and uh, there's a couple of pre-order bonuses if you want to snag a couple of extra things, which I think we're gonna pre-order and grab for a couple sure. Of so uh, with that being said, you know no time limit. Play as many times as you want. Um, what's your overall impression, of? I know you're you're the big Resident Evil guy. Did you super enjoy it? Well actually I want to say before we
1: jump into it, I think it's okay. almost kind of like important to set the stage a little bit as in I've beaten this game original R E four like a million times, and I beat it when it came to Xbox, also when they did Maybe like the port. revamped one. So it's been a few years mm-hmm. since I played it, but it's still very, very fresh in my mind. And I went through and I think almost 100% of it. I'm only missing like a few achievements. Uh, on what the is your, one? Yeah, yeah. On the newer one for the Xbox One. And I'd beaten it too when they originally bought it to Xbox 360. So, again, I've beaten that game a million times. Fairly recent. What is your history with it? Because I don't think I've um, ever asked I've, it. So, I used to own
0: the Chainsaw Controller. That thing's on, badass. On PS, yeah, I remember that. On PS2, I think it. Because I, <coughs> I know it was on the GameCube. Originally. So, I played it on the GameCube uh, when my buddy used to live at my house. on had a GameCube. I remember playing it there. And I remember I used to work at a place called Game Exchange. And we would play games at work when there was nobody in the store and we played it there. So I remember me and I think Nikki were like, I think we beat it or we got pretty far, but that was, you know, that was when I was 18. So that's the last time like I played it. So I remember it being, I remember being the best one because I remember playing two and three on PlayStation. I I don't know if I ever played Code Veronica. Um, I can remember, I can remember putting it away on the shelf because I can picture that that art. But, uh, yeah, so when I was playing it, this is pretty much like a brand new game to me. I, I mean, I remember the villains, and I remember that it's, it's not purely, like, zombies. It's it's a whole different kind of infection, so that's about the last grasp I have on it. I'm really hyped for it after playing this. Like, I well, thought it was... two, and then three, and then playing this demo. I'm like, dude, Capcom is swinging, bro. Dude, yeah, they're absolutely killing
1: it. I thought it was so dope. The, that, and they just dropped it. I kind of didn't want to play it first, because I wanted to go in blind, but I'm like, ah, I mean, how much can they, like, really change on this like segment that i'm gonna
0: play i'm sure it's not like too too much but what about yourself so so my biggest thing on it was um it for me i thought it was a little short i mean i i don't i mean i know these games are are meant to be random but there's other games you can get like 30 minutes an hour into it i wasn't sure how much it was going to be you know i I don't speed run is when i'm first playing a game unless i'm following a guide so i was kind of sneaking around um looking around this demo seeing what was going on and i beat it in like 16 minutes so, I'm sure there's people out there that are quick. They are running through this thing in nine. I, I wish it was a little bit longer, and maybe I didn't explore everything. I was, I was kind of hoping to find, like, another gun. I, all I had was the pistol and the knife. I don't know if there was, like, oh, okay. a shotgun you could find or I'll, something I'll, like that. I'll get in that with Okay, so for me, maybe I didn't explore enough. I thought it was a little short. Um, I was hoping there was a little more. Maybe I just didn't find it. But on the on the other side, I thought it looked amazing. The moment it boots up and you're starting and you're walking down, I'm like, damn, dude, this is pretty dark and sneaky. I like the fact that um, when you're opening up the D-pad, and I don't know if this is in the original or not, but it gives you eight slots for guns. Was that always a thing where it's like... In that case? Yeah, but is it, Oh, like, like the D-pad yeah. down there? So I, I, um, I saw that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Now you can actually, it, you know, you have a spot to actually equip them all. And then I like the sneaking around aspect. I love going around and I chomped that that old lady that was like raking up those leaves and I love that brutal assault that he does when he like you stun somebody with a headshot and he runs up and just cold cocks him. So the the gameplay was super fun. I'm not mad that it wasn't longer. I just wish it was. But as much as I got to play, that's all I needed to go, yeah, I'm ready to play
1: it. Uh, I thought it was the perfect amount because I don't want to see any more of it. And for those of you that don't know, it's essentially the beginning of the game, the village section. We start off on the house and move to the village. And already right away, you can tell it's different. The first house you go into, there's a few different guys in there. You do the classic jump out the window, but the path to get to the village is different. But even when you get to the village... Some of the layout's the same, but again, it does play out differently. So if you, you know, I'm fighting these people, I'm running through, you go into that. In the original, you don't have to. You could sit out there and keep fighting everyone, but if you run into a certain house so where the dude's being burned in the middle, you run to the oh, straight. Dude, that was brutal. <laughs> and when you run left and go into the house, it'll switch to a cutscene where Leon starts Barricading the doors, and you see the guys outside, and he's like, "What?" And that's when you tell that they're kind of somewhat sentient because they start communicating, putting up ladders to get on the roof mm-hmm. and stuff. And so then you could go upstairs. You, um, I don't remember it being there on this one, but you used to go upstairs and you could push a dresser in the way. But that's where you find the shotgun on the wand. It's okay. exactly where I left it in the original <laughs> one. So I'm kind of bombing on these people, but I felt like it was a lot harder than the original because I what I really like about it too is i know some people aren't crazy about it leon feels weighty and i feel like that's important too because now you can shoot and you can reload while walking you're not just locked into position so if you can just run and be snappy all the time like that then that wouldn't really make it hard so it does feel weighty it does feel like you're surrounded you could tell like the ai is a lot different for how they're trying to surround you i really like the knife play because it definitely saved me a few times too from either people attacking me or i blocked the chainsaw with i'm sure i
0: did that because i was like i gotta see how this works and he did it I was like,
1: God damn, that's scary. And so you can tell that they've kept a lot of things the same. But there are a lot of things that are different. So for those of you who played the original, there used to be always a cheese method, especially in the harder modes, where you could go up almost into uh, like this tower at the top, and you can just sit there and keep killing them as they're coming up and they'll fall down to the death. Where I was kind of low on health, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go and do this until I beat the demo. I get up there and I'm aiming at the ladder, waiting for them to come up, and the fucking floor broke from beneath me and it scared me. <laughs> oh, I, remember, that that I, I remember you screaming, yeah, I remember it scared me because then I fell all the way down to the bottom and then I was surrounded by everyone and had to make my way out and then of course the demo ends with like the classic Um, I don't remember Leon making the bingo line or anything but the churches start ringing and they all go into the church and lock the door and that's how the demo ends. Yeah, so was,
0: I love that bingo line.
1: I felt like it was a perfect bite-sized amount for me. I am I was already hyped for this game that I'm like kind of through the moon with it right now.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people will say that this Resident Evil is their favorite even if you're just comparing it to the old lineup and all the games that they had. So this one, I mean, after, again, after playing two and three, this one seems like it's going to be just as good if not better than both of them combined I'd, I'd imagine. So where do you land on that? Do you think this one will be on par with two or three or is this one you think it'd be the cherry on the sunday that they've already created i
1: hope it's the cherry on the sunday and it might be kind of hard to tell too because uh four is actually the longest one like yeah. when you do a normal playthrough of four like if you didn't know anything about it and just going through it'll take you up to like fifth between 15 and 20 hours to get through it whereas the other ones you know a blind playthrough you can get through in like six to eight hours so that's it i hope that this is the cherry on top of the Sunday, Especially, too, because this one, going back and playing it, again, like I said, takes the longest. There's certain areas that I don't like doing, like when you get to the island at the end, and it's all like military. And I'm just like, ah, man, I kind of hate doing this. There's a lot of stuff that they would need to have changed for it to feel good that you change it wrong. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, this doesn't feel
0: right. Now this sucks. Yeah, Well, and I'd, and I'd say to anyone, if you haven't seen too much of Resident Evil 4, <coughs> I would maybe stay away from those last couple of trailers because I feel like they showed a I lot, tried to and yeah. I seen it, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, man. if you're trying to go in, you know, like, Gino likes to not watch as many trailers because he likes to go in blind when he plays a game. I felt like that last one showed a lot of stuff that would have been cool seeing the first time. So, unfortunately, we saw that. And that's what's cool about this demo. This demo just gives you a little bitty bite, and it goes, okay, now I can't wait for more, which comes out on, uh, what is it, March 24th, March 24th. So, it's right around the corner. So, uh yeah. Anything else you want to add on the the demo?
1: Uh, no, I did want to throw one other small thing that they did show that I've kind of been liking them. I've recommended them to you before. Is that they do have another Resident Evil movie coming out, and what everyone typed about is this one actually shows Jill Valentine. Shows she's supposed to be, play a part of the story that I'm pretty excited for. I forgot what the name of it was called. They didn't put out a release date, but they were saying you know late we'll have more for it later. Oh, was this that year. supposed to be a
0: movie? Yeah. Where Leon's holding her. They're, oh, okay. Yeah. I
1: thought it was DLC or something. No, okay. no, no, no. It's another one of those 3D animated movies. And oh, that's cool. even though the other ones are kind of uh, hit or miss, I... They're bees. I enjoy them for the most part and I think they're really cool that this one I'm super stoked for. Nice.
0: I can't wait for all that. So guys, let us know what you thought about the Resident Evil 4 chainsaw demo. It is coming and it's going to be quick and uh would you think you might do a speed run on that? I mean, I know it's the longest. Is that... Do you know what the average speed run is for, like, a Res 4? I have
1: no clue because there wasn't, like, an achievement for doing it on Mm. the other versions that I never ran through it like that. Yeah, it seems
0: like this one they're making more, like, a meaty game instead of, like, how fast can you run through the police department or the Yeah, because usually
1: a lot of those run-throughs, like, unless Mm -hmm. you're using, like, unlimited ammo, involves, like, a lot more, like, breaking the game than I think what the other ones did. Gotcha.
0: So, guys, let us know what you think about the demo. So... Uh, with that down and out of the way guys let's move into our second main topic and that is that halo infinite (coughs) season three echoes within has officially launched that was on march 7th and um Uh, Halo Waypoint, the site, had this to kind of point out what it was bringing to the table. It says, Echoes Within brings a vast amount of new content to the game, new maps and modes, and a new 100-tier premium battle pass that never expires, new narrative-focused events that pick up where the Season 2 left off, two new armor cores, the M392 Bandit and Shroud Shroud Screen, Forge Updates, a new Fracture event, and so much more. So... We can um, slowly kind of get into this and talk about as little as much as we need to. So, I did want to point out this first, though. So, the new event, guys, if you're watching this now, um, is the Mindfall. It runs from March 7th uh, to the 21st, and it brings a free 10-tier event pass containing a variety of cosmetics for one of the new um, one of the new uh, core outfits, which is the Mirage, and that's happening right now. So, uh, me and TK, we ended up knocking that out in a day, so if you just got... You know if you've got a couple hours and you're just gonna sit down um, make sure you don't miss it because I mean it's you got plenty of time to do it but with that being said let's talk about the maps first the there's three maps all together oasis cliffhanger and chasm uh, uh, chasm and cliffhanger are two, chasm or chasm chasm chasm? Yeah. chasm chasm I always say chasm chasm whatever it's chasm so those uh, those are two arena maps. And they're out right now that you can play. And there's another one that's called Oasis, which is a big team battle map. So right now there's um, the new Arena Unlimited playlist that run from March 7th to the 14th, which are for the two arena maps. And then the um, Oasis will be on the 14th through the 21st. So that one's coming up. But there are other playlists in it right now that you can actually get to them. You just gotta sit and see if it gets to them. But these events will be specific for those uh, three maps. So, uh, I played a lot of Halo in the last couple days. Gino and Andrew and I were playing uh, the other day, so you got a chance to look at Chasm and Cliffhanger. Uh, What did you think? Which one do you like better? Are they both fine additions? Um, I actually really like both of them.
1: I think I like um, Chasm a little bit more. That's, that's That's the one with like the that runs perpendicular to each other, That's right? the blue one, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I actually really like that one, because I feel like that mm-hmm. one's got... Um really good like ranked gameplay potential as far as like lanes and you what know, you can I'm do with chasm. that <laughs> it's chasm but uh I, no i i'm really liking them a lot and it felt really good to kind of get back into halo 2 i was actually having a blast with what we were playing and it did feel good on those maps i didn't get to try that b uh the bigger one but i've heard it's a little bit harder to kind of get that one to like land on yeah.
0: it yeah i didn't play oasis at all and i tried going through some btbs and i was like there was just not enough time before we ended up doing this but
1: uh, I saying that was the big complaint from people. is like, why not create like a dedicated, just so you can do this map to try out the new map before we throw it into um, the event. Circulation. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think they're both uh, pretty cool. I think Cliffhanger was the one that I liked the most. I liked how open it was. I liked that it had like that center spot with the metal thing that everyone kind of went in like with the invisibility is like, it's got a lot of good places to kind of like, if you're on a team, if you're talking in headsets, a lot of good places to set up like some, some coordinated attacks. Like when right. Andrew were playing, we were like instantly going all right, to your left. He's coming to the top. He's coming to the backside. so I think that map's going to be a lot of fun. The other one chasm is, um, was a lot of fun when like me and TK were playing a lot of it and, Um, when they do capture the flag on that one because it's on both opposite sides on the top that one's a lot of fun especially if you're getting like the the grapple hooks to be jumping around so I think both of them are both uh, fine additions and I really can't wait to see how Oasis ends up playing so uh, let us know if you guys got a chance to play the maps I know uh, Corey um, we haven't got a chance to play with Corey yet we're trying to set up a date but uh, I know he's been playing it so I'd be interested to see what he thinks (laughs) Uh, let's talk about their new game mode which is the um escalation and you can do that in splayer and a couple other modes and essentially what this game was is it's this combination of kills that start you off with different low tier weapons or the bigger weapons i should say and then the more kills you get you your team ends up upgrading me and you and jenna played that one last night yeah. right and it ends up upgrading and then your weapon loadout <clears> changes and essentially it's um the first one to 11 level ups and the last one when you're on 10 is fighting nothing but with the oddball so um, at first I was kind of irritated with this one. I'm like, cause me and DK played it like four times in a row, but then the more I started playing it, I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty interesting. And then you put, what was the call of duty one that you pointed out that it reminded of? I was of? saying it's almost a little bit like gun. Yeah. So what did you think of it when you played? It? I,
1: I actually really enjoyed it. I really liked it a lot. Again, it's almost like gun game or even battlefield had like a gun game, which is a little bit more similar to this where it's not just one kill. You get a few kills before you move on to the next weapon. And then the way it loads up to, you, it's almost like, um, when they were doing their, not battle royale style one. I forget what it's called. Where they had like the the free for all, and then after you got a certain amount of kills, like you could change your weapon.
0: Yeah, yeah. That we were getting like the points for it. Yeah, like the. Um, That's what I thought it was. And this one, I guess, kind of changed it. And the way they changed it, I like it for the better. Yeah, because it feels a lot faster. That and it's team based. But I
1: actually really liked it. We had a lot of fun playing yeah. those. And then I liked I always like too when you get to the final weapon that it's something hard to get kills with. And it's hard to get kills with a fucking oddball when the other team
0: has like a shotgun yeah, or a rocket yeah. launcher or something like that. So I was just reading this too because I, I wasn't sure because I knew I was de-leveling, but you can actually de-level opponents. So so if you guys are both 5 and 5, you can actually knock players back down by meleeing them in the back.
1: That's how it is in yeah, so uh, I, like
0: gun game and stuff like that too if you knife somebody. So I thought it was a really cool um, addition. So you know, kudos for them for adding a, a fun and entertaining mode. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is The M392 Bandit weapon. And it says, designed to reward accuracy and careful precision, the semi automatic M392 Bandit is perfect for mid range encounters, uh, touting formidable stopping power fit only for a super soldier. The Bandit is at its deadliest with well timed and well placed shots. This weapon kept throwing me off because every time I saw it, I kept thinking it was like the commando. So I would start shooting and it would only, because it's a one pump and then you have to keep doing it. So I was like, ah, fuck. So it took me a minute to. Kind of just recognize it in the corner of my eye that, oh, that's the bandit. I didn't really care for it at first, but there was a couple times where we were just, I was just, my headshots were on and with the bandit, it actually felt pretty good to just kind of crack somebody with it. So for a new weapon that I've only played with a handful of times, um so far it's it's growing on me but i don't love it did you play with it at all yeah i actually really like
1: it it's not as op it's like the classic magnum but maybe like kind of the nerf magnum a little later on from halo because i think it's like five headshots to like it's five yeah i went to
0: the i went to the um the armory and you can do this and i was like what is this thing and i was for the perfect yeah and i was playing it and it was uh yeah it's five so I, I actually really like it because there's it's not overpowered.
1: There's time in between the shots to where it doesn't feel like it's too slow, but it's not too fast. I feel like maybe I'd prefer it if it was just a
0: slight bit faster, but I actually really like it a lot. Yeah, so hopefully you know that's the first step in the right direction, a new gun. Um, I was curious if they started off with a mid-range gun. Would, I mean, what else in, in Halo do you think is missing, or would you rather see like another of? Because I think there's so many... Mid to long range weapons that I was kind of thinking maybe something more like another melee weapon would have been interesting to see or something, you know, like another mangler pistol type weapon would have been fun, but not bad. I feel like since they just updated the Mangler, that maybe
1: mid is kind of what they needed. Because you can use, you know, you could use any weapon you really want to, kind of mid, but you don't have that one that five headshots, you're done. The only other thing to compete with that is the BR. Because even the pistol takes like seven headshots now. And then the AR takes, you know, however long it is for you to do it, you're going to outshoot that with this gun.
0: Nice. So the uh, other thing they added was a new piece of equipment, which is the shroud. And the shroud. Screen features a handheld launcher that enables the player to fire an opaque uh, spherical shroud while projectiles can still pierce the shroud uh i'm gonna skip that in addition players inside the shroud are concealed from their opponents motion sensors tactical positioning map knowledge and key timing are the name of the game for gaining an edge over your enemies with the shroud now there was a couple of those episodes back this had to have been last year when we were kind of getting the leaks of what the yeah. new stuff was going to be i remember seeing this we talked and I, about yeah, it i'm like i wonder exactly how that's going to function in the game it sounds cool on paper but once you get it i think it's really fun it changes up the I like whole it. dynamic you could throw this thing in the middle of hallways or over someone that's that's about to get killed it completely changed you run into it you're you're coming out running the wrong way when you thought you were running straight so i thought it was a, a really cool add-on um did you have any fun moments with
1: it or yeah i actually really liked it i used it a lot and um what what was the other map not chasm the other one uh, cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, especially too in the bottom area, and what I would do sometimes too, especially if I feel like maybe I had the better weapon, or I'm better than this guy, if he's beating me in the shot, I would throw it down so we can't see each other, and maybe he thinks I'm trying to run away, but I'm actually pushing him, yeah. so as he's pushing in, I'm already like ready to beat the beat the hell out of him, so I actually really, really like it a lot, and I do think it's one of those things that has a place, maybe not on every map, right. but it's definitely a cool addition. I really like it. It almost, I don't want to say it reminds me of the Bubbles shield in a way I think that's what a lot of people were kind of thinking too but i like to that anything can just go in and out because then you can just toss grenades or kind of do whatever it's not that thing where okay i'm just gonna
0: sit inside and now it's this unpenetrable shell yes me and tk were playing the escalation game and we were playing uh we were everyone was down everyone was down to the oddball and we were playing on chasm and it's in the middle there's spots where you can like fall off if you if you're not careful because there's spots where you can jump to get to the top everybody was just throwing blue shields down on the bottom in the middle and dude you were just running by people and people were falling off so i can see it being just a lot a lot of fun and we had a blast actually um, playing with it so it's a really cool addition i'm glad they did that so another one we can kind of skip over real quick is the new armor cores they added the mirage and the chimera um pretty cool looks one has like kind of the bulbous full glass head the other one kind of has me and Andrew both like thought the same thing. Like it looks like a crisis. I Exos, didn't care for Exos it. Yeah. I, I see a lot of people using it right now. It gives you kind of the super, like the the superhero look. It kind of gives you, it gives you like the eight pack look. So yeah. Um, and you can put. in one of the endings, um, one of the things you could unlock was a new skin for it, which I know a lot of people popped. But uh, the Mirage one looks pretty cool. I really like that look. So what would you think of the the two new designs? I know you didn't care for Chimera, but. Overall, it's cool that we got two new suits. Yeah, I I like them, and I, I hope that
1: they keep adding more. Again, I feel like maybe that where we're at now is almost what we should have launched with. Yes. I mean, I'm glad that we got here eventually, but I feel like if you had launched with this many suits, there wouldn't have been as much complaining about the customization.
0: Yeah, and I feel like this one kind of reminds me of uh, the Mirage. Reminds me of like Mass Effect. It kind of reminds. I actually uh, really like yeah. that one. Um, as far as that goes, guys, that's about it. with they they did the new battle pass. There's tons of stuff that you can get. Um, At this point, which was kind of like they did the winter update, there's tons of experience to get. So once you're done doing your challenges, you're not limited to not getting any experience. You're constantly getting things for MVP, um, best, you know, winning the match, being top 50%. One of the things, though, that I know they were showing, so back in uh, December, I know they started uh, the Forge, and it wasn't until February they started adding a bunch of the customization that you could start playing around with. And I didn't really play February. My All my season passes were done. So I this is kind of new if you haven't been playing in a while, because I know Andrew hasn't played yeah. in a while. So coming back in now, there's um, all the custom maps you can do. The other day we were playing. So if you go into um, play and you go to custom map and you go to the maps, you can go to all the maps that are approved by 343 that are in circulation. But you can also go to the maps that people are... Making, and we ran into um, um, one of mode that was like Fall Guys, where they actually set up the hexagon. We, yeah. we ran into, um, there was one that was like Squid Games, where it was the run, and you have this red light, green light. We did another one that was like Super Mario Kart on Super Nintendo. There's so many different things to explore. When I looked, I think it was like 6,000, and you can slide through. People are making Bat Caves. So I think it's, like you were saying, I think we're at the point, finally, where Halo is what it always needed to be, but I'm curious if it's too little, too late. Are they gonna get the people to come back and start playing it? Because now I'm not sure what anyone could complain about. It's got enough maps and rotation, it's got enough weapons, it's got plenty of suits, it's got at this point three seasons and a winter update to start building your battle passes. It's got the forge, it's got custom games. So I just I don't I just don't want it to fail. But I think it took a little too long to get to where anyone's gonna look at this, they're gonna go, yeah, I'm gonna jump back in Halo Infinite
1: uh yeah i know that is a good question too because i have no clue how that will go personally like if i had a a hankering to play like a (laughs) good old hankering if i had a hankering to play a multiplayer i would go to halo before i go to call of duty call of duty is just strictly battle royale i don't play the multiplayer i don't really care for it except for gun game but that's again just for fun so i'd rather do something like this so as long as i see people on it's kind of pulling me back in i had a lot of fun playing it and i actually want to play some more
0: yeah, I definitely want to get um, some games going. I know we got a couple people that I've been waiting to jump in. i was trying to play with Brian. i played with Dante, TK, Gino, Andrew. Waiting to play with Corey and Brian. So um, let us know if you guys, and especially Devin. I know I've been wanting to play with Collins. So let us know what you guys think of Halo Season 3. It's out now, and you can start playing it, start leveling up, and start gearing up. So, guys, with that down out of the way, we're going to move into questions of the week. But before we do so, guys, we're going to take a quick word from our sponsor. Guys, we want to take a second to thank a sponsor for this video, Manscaped. We are starting 2023 off right with our friends at Manscaped. Last year may have been a hairy situation, but with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, it's here to help you shave the day. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have blessed you with the Ultimate Package. Tell your friends about your new, cutting-edge ball trimmer and gift yourself, or the man in your life, the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle. Trim a little off your sack by going to manscaped.com and use the code LASTCALL for free shipping and 20% off. Like most of you guys, I used barbaric methods to trim my balls, but not anymore, thanks to Manscaped and the Perfect Package 4.0. Inside you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Reserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to carry everything with you. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code LastCall at manscape.com. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code LastCall at manscape.com. And trust me, fellas, your balls will thank you. All right, guys, that is our sponsors over at Manscape. Make sure you guys use that discount code and take care of yourself. So- With that down out of the way, guys, our questions of the week. If you guys want to submit a question of the week, you can do so a couple of ways. You can leave a question down below the YouTube comment section and we can grab it there. You guys can email us at lastcallproductions at gmail.com or you can find me at Craig Paralis and you can send it to me there and I can grab it and insert into the episode. So our first question comes from uh, Cecilia Arquez and they write, Just saw the new Ninja Turtles trailer. Not sure how I like it. Seems like it could be really good. Or very bad. Yeah, this one is interesting. It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. It's the one that's kind of being shepherded by Seth Rogen. From what I, everything I was reading, it's a combination of like the old school Mirage comics mixed with kind of the old school 80s like comedy co- uh, cartoon show. Um, I gotta say, the aesthetic looks really good. And I don't know if they're kind of pulling this from. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's kind of exactly seems, what I was feeling like, when yeah, I watched it. Like once that movie kind of hit, that kind of you know drawing style kind of kicked in. So I think the aesthetic looks good. Um, I like the trailer, so that we can talk about the trailer. The trailer aired, if you guys are on YouTube, you're probably watching it now. I think the city ends up looking really cool. I think the design of the Turtles looks cool. I thought Bebop and Rocksteady looked awesome, but we didn't get to hear them. My biggest concern is still that What's going to be the tone? I mean, it looks like it can be like a little dark and heavy, but at the end of the day, this is still a Nickelodeon movie. You know what I mean? It's made for you know six-year-olds to go watch this and, and go, oh, I like this, versus us wanting kind of more of the darker tone. So uh, what did you think of the trailer? Uh,
1: I really like it, too. I like the tone that it has so far, but I would like to say I don't need it to go like full-on dark or anything like that. But I do need to see like people get like beat up yeah. because
0: that's what is happening. Because I wouldn't consider so, the turtles movies, I mean like rated R or anything. But like that scene where Raphael gets his ass beat is like I want to see something on par with that. And I don't. Would you consider that for kids? Because I saw it as a kid when I was little. I, I saw it was and I as a kid. kid
1: I feel like maybe if they like, Shredder I feel like Spider Verse kind of had the perfect tone okay. too because you even had the spoilers I guess if you haven't seen that movie by now but you had like the death of Peter Parker that was a pretty brutal death yeah. you don't need to see it but he's getting like beat down like that's a beat up that you know you've lost a fight and that's kind of something I, I feel like if they could match that tone it'd be perfect
0: yeah because I think Roxanne and up look awesome I, I, that that shot did show of them it's cool but then you see who's doing the voices it's Seth Rogen and John Cena not saying they couldn't do you know tough guy beat-em-ups but Seth Rogen, you know, we just saw the Donkey Kong voice. He's Pumbaa. I don't want him to be like a jokey bebop. If he can turn that voice and be someone cool. And then John Cena, you know, because he can be a tough guy, but he's also known for doing, you know, comedy type roles like Peacemaker and things like that. But right. um, they did just kind of show off all the people that are playing the, the roles. So we have Gene uh, Carlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman. Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, who was one of my favorites in the cartoon. Uh, Rose... Burn as Leatherhead, Jackie Chan as Master Splinter. I already said Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh, Maya Rudolph as Cynthia Ultram, Natasha uh, Demetriou as Wingnut, Ayo Edibiri as April O'Neil, Ice Cube as Superfly, Hannibal Burris. I don't really know Burris as Genghis Frog, which is an awesome name. Post Malone as Ray Fillet, and uh, the kids who are playing all the turtles. No one really knows, but. Interestingly enough, it's the first time it's actually all teenagers doing it. So you see that cast. I mean, they obviously went for, for some big names. Was there anyone that kind of stood out? I'm dying to see Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman. I want to see how that plays. <clears throat> yeah,
1: I actually really like or Giancarlo Esposito in like anything he's doing these days that uh, he would be like, the person I'm most hyped for. I'm curious how Jackie Chan's going to do with Splinter. <laughs> I was going to say, I do want to kind of throw in there that. Turtles is kind of, like, blown up right now because, funnily enough, uh, I think next week, um, there's a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle event for Call of Duty. And they oh, kind cool. of did, like, a little teaser where, like... Because uh, they do DLC characters, they've done like Scream, uh, like Ghostface, Leatherface, um, fucking Pinwheel from Saw, all kinds of different people or whatever. But Shredder's the one that's coming in. Oh, like, cool. you kind of see him, and he's all black, and he has his fucking mask on, and like the claws and stuff. And I'm like, man, that looks so cool. And I have not bought a single skin at all in Call of Duty that I think that's the first one I'm going to buy because I thought it looked so good. So, wow. as long as it comes out and looks as good as that teaser hyped me up. I'm in yeah. so I'm always in for Turtles
0: yeah and I like the, the the outline was kind of saying that like it's gonna be the Turtles are brand new to the city it's like, a, like an origin Batman film and like they gotta deal with all these mutants that are coming into New York so it's gonna be cool to see a lot of those old figures from the old show that I had like, a bunch of toys of so I'm, uh, I'm hyped for it uh, thank you for the question next question comes from Divine Anchor and they write uh, Hogwarts has been a blast so far. Have you guys seen the new Dead Island 2 gameplay? With everything great coming out, I don't see this game doing too well, especially after how long it took to come out. Uh, so quickly on the Hogwarts thing, I'm done with it. Andrew said earlier that he's still barely in the beginning. I'm slowly creeping my way to 100%, and it's just so time-consuming. But it's like I've already put in all these hours. I do want to try to 100% it. If I can, I might stop it. Yeah, Hogwarts is a blast. As far as Dead Island Two gameplay, uh, me and Edge just rewatched it. What was your original analysis? I feel like it kind of looks like a little
1: like slowish, and I don't know. It looks good and it looks fun, but I think it's coming out at the wrong time because Resident Evil Four is just for it, and then this game comes out literally. I think if not the same week, right? Either uh, it before comes out or, April twenty first. So the week. Before then, Jedi Survivor, which is my next hype game. So, in between those two, I think I'm gonna maybe have to pass on this and maybe get it on the back later on, unless it comes out and it sets people on fire. That's the thing, is it again? Yeah. It, it looks cool and it looks like Dead Island, but with how long it took this game to get out, because it's been however fucking long. Yeah, I'll let
0: other people see if it's bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll let everyone else tread that water first. Yeah,
0: because, uh, yeah, I was looking earlier, April. In the beginning of the month, they didn't have too much stuff, but then once you get to the end, and then the beginning of May, you've got Monster Hunter Rise and Star Wars Jedi on the 28th, you've got Redfall on May 2nd, and the new Zelda on May 9th, so it's like, do you want to play a, a like, do you want your co-op game to be Dead Island, or do you want it to be Monster Hunter and Redfall? Do you want your next big story game to be Dead Island, or do you want it to be Star Wars or Zelda? So, it's a tough, it's going to be a tough, uh, to shoehorn its way in there, but I know there are people that are really looking forward to this, and after I watched, I think IGN did like a fourteen-minute gameplay trailer. Everything I saw on it, all the new mechanics, the, you know, breaking off the arms, the you know, the flesh, all those things you can customize. It looks good, but I'll let somebody else tell me if it's broken or not. And then when it's on sale for forty bucks, you know, in six months, maybe an Andrew will tackle it. So um, if you get it, let us know and let us know how it is. So thank you for the question. And the final question, guys, comes from um, the Madman, and they write. Uh, I just heard about a RoboCop game. Didn't know that was coming. What's up with it? Yeah, so I remember that I remember hearing about a RoboCop game. Oh, there were more than whispers. <laughs> well, very but it, again, once it kind of went in one ear and out the other. Yeah. I completely forgot about it. And as far as um, who's making it, it's this um, team called Teon. They're Polish. They started back in 06. I was trying to see if they did anything that I recognize, and I don't know if I showed you this. Dude, they've made a lot of games, and they've got, you know, they back to back these games. Like, they do 10 in 2010. Yeah, I was gonna 15, say. 20 in 2011. So, they've got speed and accuracy, I, I guess. But uh, the only thing that caught my eye is that in 2014, they did Rambo the video game. I don't know how well that did.
1: I think that one's the dog shit one that everyone hates because it's like literally on rails and you don't do anything oh, besides, that that like, one? I, if that's that's the only Rambo game i know of and that game got like crucified
0: okay the other one they did is terminator resistance i don't i didn't look and see how well that did and <coughs> now they're doing this one so it seems like they're going after these licensed 80s like meathead kind of movies which is nothing wrong with that but i don't know how those other two um played or how well they were received as far as just watching the trailer it's not all there, but I thought for what it was, I thought it looked clean. I thought some of the mechanics were reminiscent of like what we say Fallout. Yeah, like and, the bat system. And then yeah, then he has to do some detective work. To, like he goes I'm by the law, so like instead of the guy says get a warrant, he goes and detectives himself to get a warrant. So I like I, that. I think there's some cool stuff there. I need to wait to see more. I'm guessing this game. Oh, it says it's coming out this year, so I need at least another big trailer to see what it's about and how it's gonna work. But how'd you like the
1: trailer at least? I think it looks okay. I'm personally not, like, a big Robocop fan, so I could take or leave. I'm not, like, hyped for it. I did, like, kind of doing the detective work, looks. I think more games, like, need something like that. Yeah. Where you're actually kind of piecing together something instead of just, like, all right, I'm here. Like, let me do whatever. But I think the only real complaint I had from watching it is, like, those
0: footsteps are so loud. you thumping, dude. And I'm like, man, the whole time you're walking, I got to hear that. That was my thing, too. I'm like, I hope the game's not that slow, because if it's if it's that slow and again maybe this game's bite-sized maybe it's only like a four-hour game there's nothing wrong with that but it's got to no, be No, I, I would probably be better off if it was yeah so i just i gotta see more before i go okay I'm, i write it off or i or i you know peak more interest in it so uh let us know how you guys feel that is robocop rogue city coming 2023 so guys uh, that is the end of episode 162. Join us next week for episode 163. So until the next time, guys, my name is Craig Ferales. Ferralis, Perales. I'm slurring all over the day. That is Andrew Montemayor. Until next time, guys, chasm. See ya. <laughs>